Welcome to Crossroads Podcast, where you can get all the information going on in town for those who want to be in the know. Good morning, Crossroads. Today we are having our local news and updates from the Daily Signal. Americans need to wake up and take country back from communist left, says retired Marine. Article is by Gigi Della Torre, July 21st, 2023. The communist has shifted the language to make you accept his political program and invented news terms to conceal the horrors he wishes to unleash on you and your family. Retired U.S. Marine Jesse Kelly writes in his new book about the left in America. The Anti-Communist Manifesto Heritage Foundation President Kevin Roberts interviewed Kelly in a host of conservatives' radio show called The Jesse Kelly Show during Roberts' weekly podcast show. Kelly told Roberts that communists in the U.S. seek to silence Americans through fear by building verbal fences around them. Even if you can say this today, you can't say it tomorrow, Kelly told Roberts, because they manipulate language and trap you with it until you find yourself in a tiny little box, unable to say anything, afraid to say anything. The challenge of our time is normal people waking them up, Kelly said. It's not just fear communists rely on to take over a society, but lies and an apathetic public too, says Kelly. You can see this across the Democrat Party on every single issue. They lie about everything because they want to hide their true motivation. They have no moral qualms about lying because they have no morality. But they know we do, he said. Because of that, a communist understands that he can use my morality against me and I can never use any kind of morality against him because he doesn't have any. It's why our traditional way of attacking them, of pointing out their hypocrisy, is completely useless, he continued. Unfortunately, most people remain apathetic to the small shifts towards the left occurring in American society until it's right in front of their faces. Once they see it, Americans become outraged and drag queen story hours for kids, pornographic books in their school libraries, he said. They begin to ask, how did that happen? Well, it happened because they seized a choke point in the city government and placed a malcontent there. To gain a foothold in a country, communists find the malcontents, recruit them, and use their anger and bitterness to burn down society. They did this in Russia through the urban poor, in China through the rural poor, and in the U.S. through the civil rights movement to climate change nutters to all this LGBTQ stuff, he said. Just find one angry, nasty feminist and put her in an HR department, and she will filter everything from there. The hiring, the firing, the training. She will slowly let her cancer spread throughout your company. This is what happened to Disney, Sesame Street, and other popular businesses, Kelly said. To fix the problem, one needs to put America out of your mind and focus on local communities rather than just national picture, Kelly said. Nobody's paying any attention to our city council, our school boards, the filth that's being taught in schools because we have this savior complex on the right 
where we think if we just win the presidential election or if the House can do this or the Senate can do that, it'll make everything all right. While these things do matter, does it matter even a fraction as much as seizing our local communities back? Everyday Americans need to take action. That's what terrifies them the most, he stated. Normal people running for school board, running for city council, running for state representative. That's what we can win. Forget about Washington. In the Montgomery County, Maryland public schools, parents did just that when they demanded the school district respect their right to opt their children out of an LGBTQ curriculum. The reality is a communist drives by the public library and he sees an opportunity. He sees an opportunity to control what you read, to go after your children, who he wants to steal from you. You have to teach your children morality and why you believe what you believe so that when they encounter these things, they know right from wrong and why they are right and wrong, Kelly told Roberts. You can even talk to your eight-year-old about why you should secure a border, Kelly said. That's something that has to be out of bounds. I promise you, your kid's lesbian kindergarten teacher is going to talk to them about the border. Are you going to let her take over everything? No. Of course you're not. While Americans start to take back their local communities, they need to recognize that the country is not going to be fixed overnight, he warned. It took the communists 100 years to march through your institutions. It will take us 100 years to take them back. Don't think that this is going to change with the election next year, Kelly said. But there is hope. We are winning a lot. You may not see it nationally. You probably won't see it nationally. But we have great things happening in this country now. Folks, this is why it's very important to get involved with the schools, with Denton DISD. Get out there. Get on those PTA boards. Look at what they are putting in your schools. And if you don't like it, then you need to change it. You need to get in there. You need to get elected. You need to make that change happen. On another story by Virginia Allen on July 19, 2023, America's new slave trade is here at the hands of the Mexican cartels, border experts tell lawmakers. Jason Jones held up a handful of cola wristbands during a House Homeland Security Committee hearing on Wednesday. What I'm holding in my hand before you today, I want to be very clear. This is America's new slave trade. Jones, a former captain for intelligence and counterterrorism at the Texas Department of Public Safety, testified before the committee. According to Jones, who says the visits to the border every week, the Mexican cartels use colored bracelets as a part of highly organized system to move the illegal aliens across the border. Each of these bracelets represents a different alien smuggling organization, he said. We've seen a virus of debt bondage across the nation, he said, implying that illegal aliens who cannot pay the cartel fee to cross the border remain subject to the cartels and are forced into sex trafficking or other local forced labor. The smuggling of people has always been there, but the adjustment from smuggling into the trafficking through debt bondage is significant, said Jones, because due to the sheer numbers, they thought to themselves, my God, we can make so much money and we can do it for the long run. When you think of human trafficking, most people think of commercial sex, he said. That's one piece of it. Don't forget you have forced labor and this is your final form, debt bondage, and now it's nationwide. Because the cartels are making so much money, 
They have effectively evolved from organized crime into insurgency in Mexico, he said. Because the cartel's power, Jones told the panel, they do not fear you. They fear their rivals, and the reason they continue to escalate in hyperviolence and in the capability is because if they don't, their rivals could completely take them over. Wednesday's hearing was part of a five-stage investigation into what were described the failures of the Biden administration to secure America's southern border. In June, Homeland Security Committee Chairman Representative Mark Green, Republican from Tennessee, announced an investigation into the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over the surge of illegal immigrants in the southern border, saying the probe is part of his committee's congressional oversight duties and pledging to leave no stone unturned its efforts to get the facts. The panel's investigation, he said, includes examining Mayorkas' dereliction of duty, how the border crisis facilitates the illegal activities of drug cartels, the human cost of the border crisis, the financial cost of the crisis, suspected fraud within the Department of Homeland Security. The committee is currently in stage two of the investigation. Representative Benny Thompson, Democrat from Mississippi, the ranking member of the Homeland Security panel, called the string of hearings a political stunt during Wednesday's full committee hearing and accused Republicans of squandering the Homeland Security Committee's time. Derek Maltz, former special agent in charge of the Special Operations Divisions at the Drug Enforcement Administration and a committee witness, responded to Thompson during his opening testimony, sarcastically apologizing for wasting your time. Maltz's comment drew a response from Democrats and Republicans alike on the committee. Representative Troy Carter, Democrat Louisiana, noting that decorum and respect should be maintained during these hearings and that witnesses should not direct accusatory comments towards its members. Republican Dan Bishop, a Republican National Committee, then fired back claiming Thompson's comments disrespected every witness on this panel. At the end of the two-and-a-half-hour hearing, Green indirectly addressed Thompson's remarks himself, telling his Democrat colleagues that the Republicans will stop the hearings when the border is controlled and the cartels are stopped. When America stopped dying, then we'll stop these hearings, he said. More than 107,000 people in the United States died of drug overdoses and drug poisonings in 2021, and the majority of those deaths were caused by synthetic opioids such as fentanyl, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Cartels are smuggling fentanyl across America's southern border, and according to Green, 10 kilos, about 22 pounds of fentanyl, is worth about $20 million, but only costs about 50000 to produce. Every dollar the cartels rake in comes at the cost of an American life or livelihood. Folks, we need to get this under control. We need to take back our country from the crazy radical leftist communist Democrats. Samantha Akeris reports on July 18, 2023, Senator Cruz warns of long-term consequences if the flow of fentanyl into the U.S. isn't stopped. Now I'm going to read you a few excerpts from this interview on the dailysignal.com slash 2023 slash 07 slash 18 forward slash. Senator Ted Cruz says a whole lot more Americans dead will be the number one long-term impact if the flow of the illicit drug fentanyl into the U.S. is not stopped. 
You look at last year. We had over 100,000 overdoses last year. That's the highest rate of overdoses in the history of our nation. 230 plus years of our nation's history, we've never had that until last year. Of those, 70% of those were from Chinese fentanyl coming over the southern border, and it is profoundly dangerous, he adds. Samantha Ascarius asks, Senator Ted Cruz, thanks so much for joining us today. I want to first start with some reports that we got last week of President Joe Biden authorizing 3,000 reserve troops to be sent to Europe. Is this a sign of de-escalation? Is this a sign of escalation? What are your thoughts on this? Senator Cruz responds, well, I think it's very concerning and I think it's reckless. I think the Biden administration should make absolutely clear that under no circumstances will the U.S. servicemen and women be involved in fighting in the Ukraine. And this step, I think, is widely seen both here at home and abroad as a step towards escalation. But also escalation is going the wrong direction. Escalation is going in the direction of putting our own soldiers and sailors and airmen and marines in harm's way. It should be the soldiers of the Ukraine fighting this war. It should not be American soldiers on the ground. Ascaris asks, Now I want to talk about China and the threat we're facing from the Chinese Communist Party, whether it's TikTok, or whether it's an aggression towards Taiwan, or the fentanyl crisis. As a Texan, you are seeing firsthand the impact of both on the border crisis and the fentanyl crisis. So what are the long-term impacts if we don't stop the flow of fentanyl coming into this country? five to ten years from now. Cruz responds, well, the long-term impacts are, number one, a whole lot more Americans dead. You look at last year, we had over 100,000 overdoses last year. That's the highest rate of overdoses in the history of our nation. 235 plus years of our nation's history, we've never had that until last year. 70% of those were from Chinese fentanyl coming over the southern border, and it's profoundly dangerous. Look, drug overdoses have always been a problem as long as people have been using drugs. But with fentanyl, it's something qualitatively different, where in many ways, they're not even overdoses. They're more like poisonings, where it's not a junkie on the street who's been on heroin for a long time and who takes too much, but it can be one kid, one teenager, one 20-year-old at a party who someone hands them a pill and says, hey... Try a Xanax or a Percocet or what have you. And they take one pill and it's laced with fentanyl and they drop dead. And I have met with too many parents, too many moms, too many dads who've lost their kids to fentanyl poisonings. Look, I understand this firsthand. My older sister Miriam died of a drug overdose. And it's an epidemic that faces the entire country and plagues the entire country. Everyone has been touched in one way or shape by the form of this. But what is happening in our southern border has made it quantitatively worse. The volume of Chinese fentanyl coming in its massive and the overall crisis at our southern border is massive. We have the right now roughly 7 million illegal immigrants have come in under Joe Biden. That, again, is the highest in our nation's history and its lawlessness from this administration that is producing a line of Biden body bags as far as the eye can see. All hail the chief, people. I sure as hell didn't vote for him. Akiriaris asks finally, is getting a lot of backlash right now. Just one final question for you. 
If we don't encounter the threat of Chinese Communist Party as we're talking earlier with the fentanyl crisis, what is at stake for the United States of America? Cruz responds, Well, an enormous amount. Let me get back to Barbie for a second before we go to that. Because, look, the Barbie movie is coming out right now. I'm the dad of two young daughters. This is going to be a big movie, particularly for a lot of young girls. There's a scene in Barbie where there is a map of the world, and it's drawn with a crayon. I mean, it's really a very simple cartoon. And so they have this back blacklash thing that's called Asia. And then they've drawn what are called the Nine Dashes, which is the Chinese Communist propaganda, which the Chinese are asserting sovereignty over the entirety of the South China Sea. And they don't have any right to it under international law, but they're trying to take it away from their neighbors there. Take it away, claim it in China's in charge of the entire sea and no one else, whether Vietnam, Singapore, or other nations in that area, they don't have any rights to access that water. It's blatantly false. It's Chinese propaganda. Well, the stupid little cartoon map has the nine dashes drawn on there, and they did it for one purpose and one purpose only, to kiss up to the Chinese communist censors. And I got to say, that is shameful. I've called them out. As you know, I do a podcast every week, three days a week. It's called Verdict with Ted Cruz, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Everyone listening to this should subscribe to Verdict with Ted Cruz. We're here at the turning point. Akirias, yes. Cruz, we're getting ready to do a live episode of Verdict here at Turning Point, but we did a whole show on Barbie walking through, and I got to say the press likes to mock this and be like, oh, come on, why are you talking about something like Barbie? Because Hollywood, letting the Chinese communists dictate what is in American films, is a real threat, and we need to call them out on it. You ask about the border threats of China? Look, fentanyl is killing Americans. You go down to the southern border. I was last at the southern border down in Brownsville, the southern tip of Texas. It has been the heaviest trafficked area for illegal immigration. When I was there just a couple of months ago, they were seeing every day between 90 and 100 Chinese nationals crossing in Brownsville, Texas. And to be clear... Even on a Barbie cartoon map, I'm pretty sure the country south of Brownsville is not China. They got to go a long way to get to Mexico to cross into the U.S. And if they're sending 90 to 100 in just one place in Texas, and most of these are young military-age men, and they are people, often we don't have any criminal backgrounds, we don't know if they're spies, we don't know if they're working for the Chinese Communist government, it is a serious threat. And the Biden administration is endangering the country by allowing 7 million people to come into this country illegally by allowing a flood of drugs that is killing Americans. Folks, wake up. It's time we step up as Americans and take our nation back. On the local news, we have coming up to the Pilot Point Garage Door Theater... In August, The Importance of Being Earnest. There'll be shows on August 18th, 19th, 25th, and 26th at 7.30. Then we'll have afternoon matinees on August the 20th, which is a Sunday. August the 26th, which is a Saturday. And Sunday the 27th. Those times are at 
Let's give a shout out to the actors and actresses from the Shakespeare in the Park for those wonderful scenes from Merry Wives of Windsor, Much Ado, Macbeth, the monologues from Richard III, A Comedy of Errors, the monologues of Caesar, Romeo and Juliet, and As You Like It. Great job, folks. Always a wonder to have the entertainment up there at the Garage Door Theater. On September 16th, right here in Crossroads, mark that on your calendar, Founders Day at the Star Ranch, right here in Crossroads, there on Fish Trap. Meetings this month to go to, Tuesday, August 1st, Planning and Zoning at 7 o'clock. Wednesday, August 2nd, Parks and Recreation, 6 o'clock. Monday, August 7th, the Town Council Meeting at 6 o'clock. And Thursday, August 10th, the Municipal District at 6 o'clock. Also, our Summer Market is going to be running for two more Saturdays. Don't miss it. Get out there to Dunn Farming and get those fresh vegetables. The last day of the Summer Market is August the 12th. Folks, go to these meetings. Get involved. Participate. Let your voice be heard. Coming up in the next few podcasts, we are going to have guests from local businesses, the newspaper, and I have a special guest coming on. I'm not going to open that surprise door until he gets here. Until next week, we'll see you at the top. <laughs>